Grapefruit-sized hail hitting areas of Texas. You need tri-county contracting out there. (laughs) Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 11 minutes after 5 on this Thursday morning, we will spend a little bit more time talking about the stunning collapse of the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm not stunned they lost yesterday. I'm just stunned they lost in five games in Series 1. I'm stunned at how quickly they lost. I mean, they were up by they were up with seconds to go. And Twice somehow, in a row, a, a fourth quarter collapse. It, it takes work, though, to collapse that much. <laughs> like, you almost have to try to do it. I'm not suggesting anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> in other sports news, I'm still thawing out this morning as our are you with our various children's activities yesterday? I volunteered the track meet Oof. in Greendale. I was on uh, shot put duty. Okay, wow, so I was okay. measure guy. How'd so that go? Got to see where the where the uh, shot put lands, mm-hmm. right? And then put an accurate measurement. You put your little stake in, and then they. Zzz. Now, does shot putting does that go quicker than some of the other track? Nothing meets? goes quickly at track. <laughs> nothing. Nothing say. goes quickly at youth track meets. Nothing. Well, at least you were moving. I was running Game Changer for a baseball game. Game Changer is an app that allows parents and other people to follow along at the baseball game. So you were so inputting had, the data? Yeah, inputting the data. So <laughs> basically, you know, scoring sitting. the game, sitting there, like my hands just shaking all purple as I'm touching each little button on my phone. Man. Seven innings. It was it was cold, and then the sun went down. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm in this area, too. Like, the track is the track, and then in the middle, you know, that's typical high school track football field in the middle and whatever yeah, and so yeah. there were some field events going on in the infield and then but the shot put area was off to the side and the sun goes down and i'm looking around and we've still got an entire flight of shot putters <laughs> to get through Great. so it was let me see they're about 20 on a page three flights so that'd be 60 for the girls and 60 for the boys so oh 120 and they each get four throws that's how much shot putting I watched yesterday. <laughs> so is it one and then they're done and come back for the second? They do, do they... two at a time now. Okay. And I don't know if they do this for varsity or whatever. This is a JV meet. I don't know yeah. if they do it for everybody, but two at a time. Thunk. Okay. Line it up. Thunk. Measure. Zzz. Okay. Yep. Good. 20 oh. feet, this many inches. Next. And then there's administration issues. Like, wait, I don't see this name <laughs> right? on the list. This one didn't check in. And then I'm looking around. I'm like, we don't have lights over here, and it's dark. Like, let's go. And they don't even want to be there anymore. I mean, kids are like, and the do Bucks I have game, to throw all four? The Bucks game still hadn't even started right. yet. 5.13 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Allen's got to get a shot off. He doesn't get it off. The game is over, and so is the season for the number one seed in these NBA playoffs. The Bucks will fall in round one here at Pfizer Forum. Dave Kane, the Bucks season is over. Incomprehensible, inconceivable was the collapse as the game closed out. In a script eerily similar to the collapse we witnessed in game four, the Bucks took a 16-point lead into the fourth quarter of game five only to watch it evaporate. As Mike Budenholzer said, the offense couldn't come up with any basket. Down the stretch, uh, felt again there were some good opportunities, um, but um, we didn't make enough shots. On the flip side, Jimmy Butler and the Heat could not miss as Butler poured in a game-high 42 points while the Bucks shot a combined 5 of 25 in the fourth quarter and overtime 
and lose in the first round of the playoffs, becoming just the sixth one seed to ever lose to an eight seed following a 128-126 overtime defeat to the Miami Heat. From Pfizer Forum, I'm Justin Garcia, WTMJ Sports. The Bucks were up four with 14 seconds to go. <laughs> I, I, Giannis had 38. Well, and by the way, the Butler score that tied it to yeah. send it to overtime, the most ridiculous, nonsensical. It's like a junior high like, heave what, up. What just am I bo- watching? That nonsense you see on TV, so the viral videos of some kid just running in a circle and hitting the, <laughs> exactly what it was. Giannis had uh, 38 points, 20 rebounds for the Bucks, though he shot just 10 of 23 at the free throw line. The Heat, by the way, in case you care, go on to play the Knicks in round two. Round one of the NFL draft is tonight. Kansas City, the Packers are well-armed. An opportunity to restock the roster begins tonight. Just don't use the word rebuild for Packers GM Brian Gutekunst. No, I don't, I don't ever look at it like that. The Packers enter the draft with 11 selections, including three in the top 50. The goals don't change around here. It's going to be the same goals we've always had, right? There's, there's one goal here every single year, no matter what. The Packers' first pick is number 13 overall. We're excited about this football team and where it can go. Obviously, we're a long ways away from what our 53 man roster and our 16-man practice squad is going to look like. Greg Matzik, WTMJ Sports. This morning, still unclear who didn't call who or who didn't pick up or who cares, but Aaron Rodgers <laughs> using part of his introductory news conference as a New York Jet to claim that it wasn't his fault that the two sides with the Packers weren't interacting. Said the Packers couldn't reach him. The only downside is I have very limited cell service, so if you want to get a hold of me, I have to see your face. you got to FaceTime me. So the only response to, to the communication thing is there's you know records in your phone about who called you, when, FaceTime, and there wasn't any specific FaceTimes for many of those numbers that I was looking at. Just play 65% of your games. <laughs> Atomic eye roll is what I call it. <laughs> right? Come the... I just, j- just make sure you play all the games you're supposed to play. Get that 65% so we get the better pick. And you got to FaceTime. On. I mean, I can't... <laughs> I don't even want to think Come on. Don't even want to think about it. <laughs> this is silly. He has so thing. much money, he could have his own cell tower in his house. Come on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Although I'm sure you can't build one in California. You know how we were talking about, Debbie? How about that seventh grade play by Jimmy Butler? Well, yeah. this is seventh grade stuff right here. Exactly. Too. All right. Well, not our problem anymore. 519 in Wisconsin's morning news. So we had the big old pothole thing yesterday, Eric, as we knew and understood was going to happen. Big showdown at Wonky City Hall. Multiple takeaways from the much-previewed pothole summit <laughs> at City Hall. So you'll recall, we told you it was coming yesterday morning. City's Public Works Committee advertising in a news release, essentially that council members were going to grill these guys from DPW yeah. about not fixing the potholes. Primary takeaway number one. Public Works Commissioner Jarrell Krushke says, we're sorry. We do owe you and your constituents an apology. There were outstanding requests as old as March 27th that we should have gotten to. So acknowledge that indeed, yes, there were some pothole complaints that his office could have gotten to sooner. However, call them excuses if you want or call them explanations. But here are a few of them from Krushke and city engineer Kevin Muse, who were there testifying before the Public Works Committee. Uh, as to why there are so many pothole complaints this year. All my electrical services, you know, labor is off to fill potholes. 
then your street lights don't get put on. So it's a balance. Take the between sanitation guy, put them on overtime. They've been putting sanitation guys on street plows and, and everything. So our else. sanitation worker. Okay, so now, now we start <laughs> we to get go. into it because you heard the explanation. Like, look, we we don't have enough people, right? And and that's then you hear the chairman of the committee, Alderman Bob Bauman, going, "Well, take some of these other guys, like prioritize this." And like these other guys are already on other right? stuff, yeah, and overtime as well, right? Our other guys are already on other guys' stuff, so uh, you have that back and forth. Uh, that was explanation or excuse, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> Number one, yep. why else? We had a lot of snowstorms that occurred on a Thursday or Friday. Things were not thawed yet by Saturday for us to actually fill the potholes. And then Monday, Tuesday, over and over again, it warmed up, which causes more potholes. Mm, I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> what he's saying is there's all this back and forth about cold mix and hot mix, about who makes the asphalt. And I know this from my visit at Johnson & Sons Paving. They don't do hot asphalt year-round because like, it doesn't work. Okay. They bring it out, it freezes, it doesn't take to the road. So there are different types of patches. And, what, and of course, we are, our shifting seasons are kind yes. of funky, too. So what DPW is saying is, look, the times that we would have had to work on this didn't work with when the asphalt was ready from some of the suppliers that we have. On top of that, it was if we wanted to get ahead on a weekend, it was snowing every Friday yeah. for like three, Remember four that? weeks in a row. Remember and there was still we had, snow. We had all of those late week snowfalls. All right. I, I do like that, but here's... Here's one of my favorite excuses. The, uh, or I'm sorry, or explanation, depending <laughs> on it. I think this is Muse here from uh, DPW. So we have many, many more potholes because we had 20 to 25 years historically that we did not invest much at all in our local paving program at the city level. Burns! <laughs> Here's DPW guys saying, well, uh, you clowns didn't spend yeah. any money repaving roads. For a quarter century, and now whoa, we're all surprised <laughs> yeah, potholes? Yeah, now you're going to get to the bottom of it? <laughs> we haven't paved a damn road in this town for 25 years, and now you're mad at me? You're mad at me? Huh? You looking at me? You talking to me? See, I'm proud of you, because you got to... We hear that all the time. You know that. We hear lawmakers say and make these crazy claims all the time, whether it's local level, state, or national. And it's, well, but by the way, you also cut services for this thing, so that's why this other thing is happening. In the end, Krushke did promise, look, we are going to get to every last pothole. I promise you we'll do it, and we're going to pick it up. We'll report back to you. But, I mean, status quo, nothing changes really, but... Guys got to yell at each other. You know who bit. else was there? I didn't know he was coming. We fixed the damn road. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> News about your money this morning. WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped 229 points to 33,302. The NASDAQ was up Wednesday to 11,854, and the S&P 500 Dropped 16 points to 40.56. Get on track with investment and retirement planning. Visit AnnexWealth.com and click on the Get Started button today. We were singing bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Everybody, you too, Mr. President. He was in key. (laughs) Yeah, I thought he he sounded good. Brewers Community Foundation and WTMJ Radio, you know we were talking about it the other week. We joined forces to help the Wisconsin Humane Society, and we did a pretty good job. Oh my goodness, we were absolutely blown away. 
Well, we did it. The Drive for Charity raised over $5,700. We were able to more than double the amount of money collected from last year's drive, which just absolutely floored us. That's Vice President of Marketing and Communications with the Wisconsin Humane Society, Angela Speed. And what about the actual supplies? Five pallets of food and supplies and toys for the animals here at the Wisconsin Humane Society. And not a moment too soon either. Right now, actually, we have over 90 dogs available for adoption. And so it couldn't have come at a better time. Right now, we just launched a special promotion that runs through May 6th. And so we have reduced fees by 50% for all dogs six months and older. So if you're on the fence about maybe adopting a pal, here's your sign. Along with the animals they have in the shelter, they also have that furry friend's food pantry that's there for the community for anyone experiencing financial hardship, keeping pets and owners together. And we routinely see those shelves go bare. And this morning I saw them just completely full. And knowing that we can help support animals out in the community, it means a lot. And it couldn't have been done without you. On behalf of the Wisconsin Humane Society, Brewers Community Foundation, WTMJ, and me, thank you, Milwaukee. You done good. And you did well, Debbie. Yeah, Debbie, that's and awesome. And promote this and uh, taking this cause. Yeah, it was it. It was really cool. I mean, I, I, you know, I love the Humane Society. I mean, we got one of our dogs from there. Actually, usually we get all of our dogs from there. But yeah, all of our dogs. We well, I've had one, two, three <laughs> from the shelter, yeah. and then one purebred. So yeah. Well, that's awesome, and uh, I'm, I'm glad we followed up as well. You know, we ask. So much of those of you who listen to the show, hey, can you help us with this? Can you help us with that? And then sometimes we forget to let you know how we did. Mm-hmm. And, Considering and the weather was kind of wonky yeah, to a rough day. leading right. into that, um, they, they really did a great job. Everybody let, that drove out and actually made it donations at the at the ball games that weekend, last weekend, that would, was awesome. Very awesome. Well, Brewers won yesterday. That and more coming up in sports next on Wisconsin's Morning News. 5.45, time for your sports update. The Milwaukee Bucks season is over. Bucks fell to the Miami Heat late in Game 5, this first-round series. For the first time in the Mike Budenholzer era, the Bucks season comes to an end in the first round of the playoffs after another incredible Jimmy Butler performance. I don't think as a team we made the right or we didn't make as many adjustments as we, as we could Against him. That's Giannis Adetokounmpo, who did not defend Butler, but finished the game with 38 points and 20 rebounds. Meanwhile, it was 42 from Butler, including the game-tying shot to force overtime, where the Heat would ultimately win 128 to 126, ending the Bucks' season in five games. From Pfizer Forum, I'm Justin Garcia, WTMJ Sports. And we should mention that that. Game time shot to send it into overtime was the silliest thing I've ever seen. Circus play? Absolute circus, ridiculous defense. Everything about it was silly, and it should not have happened. Okay, (laughs) we're on record with that. (laughs) Changes are looming as the Bugs head into the postseason afterlife. Coach Mike Butenholzer. There's a ton of disappointment just, you know, when your season ends, um, no matter how it happens, it's, it's it's a hard feeling. It's a disappointing feeling, so... I believe and trust those guys, and we all got to be better. And if you care, Vince, the Heat will play not. the Knicks in the second round of the playoffs. Round one of the NFL draft is tonight in Kansas City. Following the trade of Aaron Rodgers, the Packers have just two rostered quarterbacks. Jordan Love and Danny Etling 
Will GM Brian Gutekunst use the draft to add to the quarterback room? I'd like to have three at least, you know, before we get to the any of the throwing stuff. We haven't, we're not there yet, but um, um, certainly we're gonna we're gonna add to that. The last time the Packers selected a quarterback was 2020, when the team traded up in the first round to select Jordan Love. We've seen steady growth um, through the, his three first three years here. What is put on a quarterback in the National Football League's plate, a starting quarterback, is significant. We started to see him grow into that role and, and felt more confident. The Packers own three picks in the top. 45. Greg Matzik, WTMJ Sports. Goody should troll all Packers fans by trading up and getting another getting quarterback. Getting a quarterback. <laughs> and then Jordan Love is immediately angry he wasn't told ahead of time and consulted. Right, yes. right. Just let's start the process now. Greg will be part of our draft coverage tonight, by the way, starting at 6 o'clock here on WTMJ. He had short hair. He had a tight little beard thing going, all smiles. It was Aaron Rodgers introduced as a New York Jet in a news conference on Wednesday. Hope you like it, Jets fans. He's already not sure if he wants to play next year. Yeah, right now I'm just going to focus on this season. And uh, I'm excited about being here. I expect to be here uh, for the duration of the offseason. And I'm excited to get, to get to know my new teammates and the coaching staff and the organization. Perhaps oh, they'll good, go yeah, into well. darkness again and think yeah. about it again next year. QB Watch 2024 <laughs> yeah. is already underway in New York. Big Apple's going to love really that. Really have a good time with that over there. The Brewers off today. They salvaged one game in a three-game series with the Tigers. Peralta, the kick and the pitch. Oh, look out. And that one nailed Javier Baez. And that's how things started for pitcher Freddie Peralta in the first inning, but he would settle in nicely. Six innings, four hits, no runs of the Brewers' 62 win. That's the win. highlight you play. <laughs> they won the game and you play the beanball. I just liked it. Oh, I mean, anytime somebody gets beaned and ukes on the call. Especially by us. It's worth it. I, I did like that a little <laughs> bit. Next up for the crew, a weekend series with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at American Family Field and Brewers... Senior Vice President and General Manager Matt Arnold is our guest on Brewers 360. That's coming up at 7.45. Mentioned in the news, the Mississippi River in western Wisconsin at major flood stage and still rising this morning. Not expected to crest at about 16 feet until later today. Putting that in perspective, you already get flooding at about 12 feet. Headed up. Headed down the road. Headed down the road. That is my uncle. My mom's brother. He grew up here in Milwaukee. Guy Shimmons in a boat oh. going down his street in La Crescent, Minnesota. So that's just over the river from La Crosse, if folks know that part of western Wisconsin. So, so like just, sister city connected by a highway. Yeah, boating down the street. He is in his fishing boat going down wow. his street, looking back toward his house. Is so, he near the river? Yeah, like they're how, like right on the river. Okay, all or right. Very close to it on the on the Minnesota side. So he and my Aunt Carrie, they live in her childhood home on the river. Evacuated last week, think it could be weeks before they get back. So, Uncle Guy, I saw your video that you sent. You're on a boat down your street. Kind of take me, <laughs> kind of take me through what we were looking at there. So the road, Shore Acres Road that we're on, is flooded. So there's a, a bridge, a train bridge, where I'm launching my little boat. We get in the boat and we travel down the road to our place. And we were going south at that time. We went past our place and then came back. And that's the the video that I sent my family that my sister probably sent you. 
So I know folks are really concerned for the Wisconsin side here. Tell me what's happening across the river then in La Crosse. Same kind of thing. Are there many homes that are in trouble, businesses? You know, not as many in La Crosse because they're up high enough and they have a levee. So the water is over the levee, but then there's parks that kind of protect the buildings and the businesses. The, the hard part, though, is the transportation for the barges is shut down. So they have to reroute a lot of different ways of getting product to places. If you go on the Wisconsin side towards smaller towns that are closer to the river, they're sandbagging and the streets are flooded and businesses are shut down. So, you know, La Crosse is lucky because there isn't a lot. Some of the backwater rivers, Black River, are coming into some businesses, but not like the smaller towns that are getting hit. So that's my Uncle Guy and my Aunt Carrie. They live in La Crescent, Minnesota, just over the river from La Crosse. Greg Pancake Hill lived in La Crosse for a number of years. Does that check out what they're saying? Your La Crosse is on a little bit higher ground, hey? Yeah, so you have to take, to get to La Crescent, you have to take this bridge over the Mississippi, and then you kind of up on the bluffs, and then you take a sharp turn down. Like, you find yourself driving down the further into La Crescent you go. So, yeah, that they're at a disadvantage when it comes to being that close to the river and then dealing with floodwaters. And in terms of western Wisconsin, and much worse down downriver, if you will, like Prairie du Chien that's closer to the Illinois and Iowa border there. They're in a different spot than is La Crosse. The flooding is much worse there. Right, because you mentioned like when it crests, right? So like when it crests, it all comes to a point, but then the river still has to flow. So the further <laughs> the you're down the Here Mississippi... How's, here's how rivers work. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Here's your synopsis. Gravity takes a hold and mm-hmm. then it crests, but it's still got somewhere to go. So the further the down river you are quite literally is the worst it's going to get as it crests uh, further. I want to say North in this case, but yeah, at right. the top of the river for you. Yeah. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that again, the river expected to crest at least for lacrosse uh, about midday today. And uh, it's so a lot you, of cleanup ahead. Then. You have that there. And then in the South four inch sized grapefruit sized hail, grapefruit sized hail hitting areas of Texas. You need tri-county contracting out there. <laughs> I hope <laughs> they have two numbers. <laughs> Probably need Johnson and Sons paving <laughs> to, to fix your driveway. You got a grapefruit. Oh man! Ro- rocks landing on your yard. It's a significant pothole. I managed to get them both in there. Right. Well Keep done. an eye on the flooding in western Wisconsin this morning. And uh, again, our thoughts with everybody out in that part of our state. And if you want to see the video that my uncle sent in, uh, we is, is that hot right now? Yep. Yes, sir. Greg Pancake Hill has uh, put it up on our. Old National Bank Talk and Text Lines. So you text 855-616-1620. What's the word we're using? Flood. So text the word flood, F-L-O-O-D, to 855-616-1620 and see Uncle Guy in his boat looking back toward his house. Headed up. Headed down the road. Headed down the road. Business headlines are up next. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Sari Lesk. Johnson Financial Group is selling its insurance business to Risk Strategies. The deal with the Boston-based firm is expected to close in 45 to 60 days. Restaurant chain Wing Zone is returning to southeast Wisconsin. A franchisee agreed to open three restaurants under the brand, two of which are planned in Milwaukee and Wauwatosa. And plans for a new four-story apartment building on Blue Mound Road in Wauwatosa gained a key committee approval. The development would replace aging buildings at the site and would create 41 market rate apartments. I'm Sari Lesk with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ. 
Visit family-owned Ken Michaels Furniture and our in-store design centers where you'll still find beautiful, luxurious, heirloom-quality American-made furniture. Right now, save 30 to 35% store-wide and take advantage of our complimentary design services. Whether you're moving, renovating, or updating, our designers will help your vision become a reality. Visit Ken Michaels Furniture in Brookfield on Capitol Drive and in Greenfield on Highway 100 to save 30 to 35% store-wide today. Stop in to Ken Michaels Furniture for our sale on Braddington Young, made in the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains. Braddington Young is an American icon in quality leather upholstery. Whether you're looking for power recliners or stationary seating, BY's furniture is made with enduring quality, outstanding comfort, and timeless styling. Save 35% now on Braddington Young Upholstery at Ken Michaels Furniture in Brookfield and Greenfield. Visit us today. Welcome back, Marianne. What does Heiser have in store for customers this spring? Well, Steve, I can't predict this crazy spring weather, but what's never unpredictable is how we treat our customers. Heiser gives everyone upfront pricing, no hidden market adjustment fees, and inventory under MSRP. That's great. We love that Heiser always puts the customer first and makes sure they're taken care of. And that will never change. Our team will make the process fun and easy, giving our customers the option to either purchase one from our lot or special order one. It's so stress-free that our customers have been known to kick back and have some fun purchasing their new ride. Well, that's something that'll set you apart from the rest. Along with Heiser's exclusive Safe and Sound program, besides the roadside assistance for life, what else is included? One of my favorites are... 